Welcome to the podcast where we sometimes talk about fitness, but we always talk about nothing. I'm Haley Jones. I'm Mandy Jones. And, and this, this is Jones or Side. Alrighty, welcome back to Jones or Size. This is episode. <laughs> We do, we do need an air horn, like no kidding. No well, we, oh, yeah. What happened to that? I feel like we, I feel oh. like we, I used to have the air horn, oh. cue, air horn. <laughs> I used to have the air horn queued up. up. I know. We need to get back. We need to get back. Um, this is episode 63. And yeah, today yeah. we are cross training mm-hmm. because let's be honest, we all, and when I say we, I mean me, I mean you, I mean listeners, we all need more cross training in our life, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just true. For sure. Um, so anyway, so if you're when new- you say that, do you mean reading or do you mean do you mean actually physically cross training? Oh, I mean both. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking I just want to be clear. I'm talking we need to physically cross train and we need to we need to even cross train our mind and what we read too. That's Are why you I good think- at physically cross training? Heck no, that's what I'm saying. I need to yeah. do it. Yeah. I stay in my rut big time. I even stay in my rut reading wise too until like my reading group or you make me read something different. <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyway, did your phone just tell you that we're recording? My phone just told me that my mid-morning snack is in 10 minutes. Okay. Well, it was just funny because- And we I'm both... unprepared. I just realized I'm unprepared. Well, I didn't we both to this recording with a snack. Well, we, both of our phones went off at the same time. So I was like, is yours telling oh, you- Oh, it, it was that also. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. J-Pod um, record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so if you're new to do, if you're new to Jones or Size, cross-training, um, is our way of saying a book discussion, book review, book club, whatever you want to call it. Um, so uh, before we jump in with our book club cross training, I think we should warm up. So yeah. Oh, a question though before we warm up. Yeah. Is your heat on? Hold in on house? one second. Hold on one second. Sorry, Shay's leaving. Hi. Okay. Sorry, the husband's out the house no you're um good. yeah the heat is on yeah actually it woke me up in the middle of the night because i was like which i turned it on a little a couple weeks well not a couple weeks ago sometime last week but i didn't i don't know if it actually came on you know what i mean like mm-hmm. whatever so last night i wake up and i'm like something's burning <gasps> oh because you could smell it coming on like really yes. yes and so i woke up i went in the kitchen i was like what's going on I couldn't sleep. I was like, sure, something was burning, but it wasn't. It was the heat. It was the heat. Yeah. Anyway, the heat got turned on for us too. What's it set to? At the nighttime? Like right now, what do you have it set on? Or at the night, what did you have it set to? At nighttime, we set it on 62. Okay. That's what we have it on. Um, In the daytime, it's 67. Yeah. I'll probably turn it off in the daytime. <laughs> well, right. Well, I, I was pretty pumped when I woke up this morning to heat is all, all I got to say. I was like, thank you for the heat. But anyway, the only okay. problem is this is a sidebar to this. Our AC unit or like our unit is right next to the bathroom. Okay. So where the air comes in is the most oh, it's powerful hot. in the bathroom air vent. And the bathroom this is where you want it to be. The co- you want it to be the coolest yes, in the bathroom. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, that so, is problematic. Yeah, I yeah. agree. That is problematic. Um, okay, problem. so 
So what are you warming up with today? Okay. So I'm a huge Staples fan. We all know this. We know. We know. I love it. I'm a huge Staples fan. Okay. I feel like they can do everything. They can express print stuff. Like I could go send an order of 50,000 pieces of paper and they could have it ready for me by noon. Okay. So it's not great for my last minute personality. Okay. So I needed some stuff printed. I've had, I do like four page brochures for all my houses. They look great. They're professional, whatever. And I needed some extra ones for some stuff I was mailing out. Okay. Now I have gone back and forth with them about the correct orientation of the freaking brochure. Okay. Now it's important that it's correct because if you open that brochure and everything's upside down, I look like a dumb dumb. Okay. Yes. Yes. Like nobody would be like, we should hire this girl. They're gonna be like, she's a dummy. She's a dummy. Okay. So I get there. All 150 documents are wrong. I had also ordered. Um, I had also ordered 300 more because I needed like 150 today and I needed 300 for the next week. And, um, I'm like, these are all going to be wrong. And he's like, well, you put them in wrong. And I was like, well, first of all, you've printed a lot of these for me before. And also there's special instructions that I filled out. Okay. So he's like, but, and I said, and I also tried to reorder all these instead of reformatting them brand new every time the manager comes out and is like, ma'am, they're printed. And blah, blah, blah. I was like, listen, if, if the, if I'm the one that's wrong, then cool. I'll pay you again. I just really need this right now. He's like, ma'am, blah, 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 blah. And the other guy's like trying to be super nice. Da, 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 da. And I was like, listen, y'all yesterday I was on your, your webpage for four hours fighting with this. Oh, and gosh. now I ended up being in the staples in the store to get this fixed for an hour and a half. Oh gosh. And I told him, I said, I don't understand why I can't just reprint. He's like, well, it's in your, it's in your, you, you did it wrong, blah, blah, blah. And I logged into my account and I showed him and I was like, sir, there's nowhere for a reorder button. And he's like, Oh, I don't know. And I said, listen, I love you. You've been so helpful, but I think I'm about to break up with staples. You told him that. Yeah. I love every second of it. <laughs> and he was like, he's like, listen, I really love my job. My big problem is staples. <laughs> <laughs> he said that? Yes. Oh my God. Because he was like, because for example, so this, so let me just tell the people and then I'm going to stop talking about this. Cause I'm sure you guys are like, Haley, what the, okay. So it's a, it's a four page brochure, but it's one piece of paper that's been folded in half. Right. So right, you open okay. it like a hamburger. Okay. Right. Right. It's a hamburger fold for those of you out there that know what I'm talking about. Okay. So when you, when you load that in, you load it as like one document that's going to fold in half. Okay. Right. Right. So I get them, it. Yeah. So you put them back to back. Okay. Right. So that being said, uh, when you fold it in half or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, if you don't orientate the front page correctly, and it's upside but, down. Yes. But on the website, it says head to head or head to toe. What the H does that mean? I don't know. I still don't understand. I asked the guy, I said, when you go in there and design this, this makes no sense. He's like, I know. I said, am I the only person that has this problem? Because then I put in special instructions what the front is. 
Oh, right, 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 right. So you can give more instruction. Well, that yeah. does kind of explain, though, why the other guy you were dealing with was so irritated because probably everyone's irritated. So he's probably like, I don't know. Everyone comes in irritated. And so he probably was just already like, you know, well, over and it. my biggest problem was that the other guy that's super nice, he has probably printed Mandy like 500 of these for me before correctly. Oh. And I've had it fixed did with them, blah, blah, blah. Did, did like, they change the website or something? No. Oh. But that, I, then, I told the guy, I said, sir, this man has printed probably a 500 of these. Like, that's what I said. So I don't understand. I said, when you open this, it's obvious. It's upside down. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Did, <sighs> you get a, did you get it corrected? No. I have 300 wrong ones that, they, that I tried to cancel. Okay. It, it, it spirals because then they canceled my entire order. Oh. Like that's oh. supposed to be refunded. It's not. And then they printed 300 more that are supposed to be in this. It's this whole problem. It's a, it's an issue. It's I think an I'm issue. breaking up with Staples, which makes okay. me sad in my heart. That does make you sad. That does make me sad. Are you going to have to go to the office Depot or the office max? First of all, I don't even know where an office max is. And second of all, I feel like all the office depots are dirty inside. Yeah, I don't know. I don't spend as enough time in office supply stores as you do. So. God, I love them. God. I feel uh, like I'm in my homeland. Oh, I love it. I, do, I don't know if that's I, like the teacher in me or what that is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, my warm-up today um, is a, kind of a literal warm-up. And I'll just oh, want to I'm just literally. keeping I'm just I'm just keeping this brief. Okay. Since so, mine was long, is that what you're saying? Well, no, no, no. Just because, I, <laughs> just because I feel like I talk about it a lot anyway. So this is just like a, like, come close and hear what I say because I love you and I love everyone that listens to us. Um, get into some yoga. That's all. Like. Oh. Okay. Just, you know, I was talking to this, these sweet ladies that were in my class yesterday and they're, they're not old. They're older than me. They're like retirement age. So like sixties, but they're not like, you know, like they don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. I feel like you can be 60 and be old and you can be 60 and be young. They're 60 and young. They are active. Anyway, love them. And they were telling me all the reasons why, you know, they don't do yoga. And I was trying really hard to be like, you know, compat, you know, like not come across like, oh, no, 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 that's crazy town. Like you need to do it. But I thought, you know what? I need to tell more people because the thing is, is that I am literally the antithesis of yoga. I'm the antithesis of it. I don't settle down well. I don't like to waste my time, which mm -hmm. I, that, I know that because yoga is not a waste of time. But that's what they were telling me. Right. They're like, well, yeah. it's a waste of time. It's not cardio work. It's not, you know. Anyway, I just, so I am, I had all of those mindsets. And all I've got to say is that doesn't mean you have to join a yoga studio. That doesn't even mean you have to go to a yoga class. Um, like, you know, at your big box gym or whatever, there is so much you can do on the Peloton app, on YouTube, on uh, like Instagram. I mean, you know, just, just do it like once a week, stretch and do some yoga poses for 20 minutes once a week. Just do that and then get back and let me know. 
And so that was my, that was my, that was my challenge to these sweet ladies that come to my classes at the gym. And so I'll see if they're going to do it, but because they, I can't get them to come to my body flow class, but, um, so we'll see. But anyway, that's it. That's all I've got. That's, it's just kind of like a public, we'll just consider it a public service announcement. P Jones are size P S A. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's all I've got. That's all I've got. All right. So, um, for this month's cross training, we read, what happened to you? A conversation about trauma. This is by the Oprah Winfrey. Like, I haven't heard of her. Okay. So let me tell you about Oprah. She's no. Okay. And Dr. Bruce Perry. Um, and Haley and I both listened to this book. We did not read this book. Um, so it's not like we can open up our books right now and go through our highlighted areas. So um, we're just going to kind of talk through about you know, what we thought about the subject matter. And, but before we get started though, give us like kind of a, kind of a quick synopsis of the subject matter of like uh, what happened to you. Um, what, what, how would you sum it up in like 50 words or less? Um, I would sum it up as a framework for how to think about how, well, I mean, how would I sum it up? It's really about how past experience, specifically trauma in this case, influences later life, um, either either immediately or like long term and why sometimes why we can't like PTSD is an example, why there are those um, like flashbacks or whatever and how your brain works. And then also it talks a lot about, you know, what happened with children and children like children's development and then also like a path forward. Um, and then also just that like relationships matter. I mean, yeah. 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 And they, and they just do. Um, okay. So when we chose this book and you were thinking, oh, great, we're going to have a conversation about trauma. Um, was this something that like you would, that you would want to like look into and read about? Was it something you were familiar with in the past? You know, like what? Yeah, so I actually knew Dr. Bruce Perry. He wrote this book about the boy that was raised as a dog, and I'd had um, like in some other interactions in education, the ACEs study and ACEs training, which is adverse childhood experiences. Like I have experience on that end, and then also um, there's several programs coming up in the education world about um, like kids that are not regulated and how it doesn't matter whatever you teach. If they're not ready, if they're not in the right state, it doesn't matter. Um, and so anyways, I kind of was looking at it from that lens and have quite a bit of experience with this content. So really like a, as a lens, as an educator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, so that, then how did that change you reading it now that you're not really an educator? Um, I mean, which you actually are, by the way, that's like a sidebar, but you, I just don't know if you could ever take the education educator part out of Haley, but anyway, yeah. um, but what, um, you know, now you're kind of looking at a different lens. Did you have a different perspective? Because I was, since I'm not an educator, I was looking at it, um, from the lens as a, as a parent right? initially. And at first I, I will say the first few chapters, felt very much like, yeah, 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 I know this, you know, like things that 
I just did my own self-study on as a parent, you know, about, about sleep, about security for your kid and those kinds of things. Um, because it does start out, I feel like extremely baseline. Um, Yeah. But like, so I just want to say what's interesting about that is, um, like that is the, um, how can I say this? Like you are regulated, right? Exactly. So you know those things, Mm -hmm. but like if you're dysregulated or you're an angry educator or an angry parent, like maybe you even subtle, like, you know, subliminally know those things. Right. So it's interesting to think like, yeah, this is common sense in a lot of ways. So, yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of where I was going with that is that I had that perspective going Mm -hmm. in like, okay, I know not to be like, I know everything. Cause there were obviously, I mean, like, like, I don't know all of the medical reasons or, you know, psychological reasons why at the beginning of the book, but that was why I was saying my, my perspective shifted really quickly because it made me realize, oh, that's why I'm regulated. Like, Mm -hmm. I, like, I know, like, it is, it was very eye-opening to me of that I do take the common senseness my common senseness, um, very much for granted. And it kind of went along with the conversation that I talked uh, when I talked about my fitness, my fitness journey, um, looped and intertwined so much with my relationships with my family. Um, and so while I was reading it, I actually was like reading this book. I was actually overwhelmed with like gratitude and conviction and, of you know, how, how did I get so lucky to have the parents that I have? Because of course I knew these things on how to treat children because that's how I was treated, you know? And it, and so I think that's why I really liked the book because I'm not an educator, but I think it, it was a really good opportunity for me to, or for maybe those of us that are out there that are not educators or don't work with kids or not in like any kind of medical field, um, to just really extend some grace when you do encounter the guy at the Staples store, you know, like, mm-hmm. or what, you know, whatever, or, right. you know, the disgruntled, you know, person that you're dealing with in a professional level or, or where my mind went with that is our, my kids, they have a lot of interactions and relationships with people. Mm-hmm. And if, if they don't have compassion towards them, and if I don't have compassion towards them, then I'm very quick to want to be like, what's wrong with them? You know, like, why are they doing that? And um, so I think that's why I appreciated the conversation mm-hmm. more than anything is just, it really just leads, I, I feel like it just leads people down more of a compassionate route. Even if you're not like a medical person or a educator or a psychological person, you're not really into that kind of thing. I thought, I thought it just was a good look on compassion towards other people. Um, so anyway, did you, did you find it easy to listen to? Cause I know we just listened. Did you find it easy to listen to? I mean, it was fine. I was tuning a lot of it out because I was like, kind of what you said. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if it was like my current state of mind, but it's easy to listen to, but I also just find myself being like getting frustrated. So I think maybe that's because I'm like, everyone needs to read this. 
everyone needs to know this, like, but we are just not doing what we need to do. And we like, and it, yeah, I go to like the aggressive teacher person. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to be that person, but I will say like, even for me, I was just reading through and like the idea of like disassociation and like people pleasing just in my own life. I was like, Oh my gosh, I do that so bad. Like, so bad. And, um, I can very quickly withdraw from a situation. And I also, and this is something that like, I think is huge for me to like work on is I will not say how I feel in order to like protect other people or whatever. And then I thought it was interesting that he's like, like conversation matters and like having conversation and disagreeing, not even disagreeing, but like having different points of view and blah, blah, blah. But I will very quickly just like check myself out of the conversation mm-hmm. to like self protect. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, that was kind of like really interesting because then I started thinking like, why do I do that? Like, what happened to me that, you know what I'm saying? So that was kind of interesting. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with you. Um, it there, I found myself doing the exact same thing, wanting to like shout from the rooftops, like everybody needs to read this. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, why why are our medical professionals not invested in? Okay, so as as some background for those that haven't read it or listened to it, there was um, kind of a th- a through line once you got past the base of understanding, you know, childhood trauma or even like adult trauma, not just childhood, but just any kind of trauma that right. has happened. Um, they kind of started talking about how the medical field will dismiss psychological. Um, reactions to things because it is not a physical situation. For example, if you get a migraine, okay, that and and a child continues to get a migraine or a stomach ache or whatever that may be, and the doctors keep coming back to, there's nothing wrong. We have ran every test and there mm-hmm. is nothing wrong. And I think it's super interesting that it's, that we jump to this child is making it up. This child wants attention that whatever. And I'm thinking, okay, let's say he, let's say he or she is wanting attention, you know, like, let's say that's what it is. That's still something that is psychologically going on. And you can't just be like, there's nothing wrong because a blood test or an x-ray or an MRI or, you know, an ultrasound or whatever comes back and there's nothing wrong. Well, clearly there is, you know, and I think, and I think that's where my frustration comes is because I'm not in that area, that medical field, but we have got to, you know, I think get to a point of taking care of the people in our lives, even the peripheral people that have stuff going on and not just assume well, they're just high maintenance or right. they're, you know, and, and I, and I put myself in that same boat because I'm very much like you. Like, it, I think Haley and I both have a, we are super good at compartmentalizing feelings. Mm-hmm. Like that's a, like a yeah. superhero talent of mine, mm-hmm. but that's not great. You know, like yeah. I, I need to have um, conversation, and 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 fortunately, I think reading stuff, reading stuff like this, I think that kind of opens up your eyes to like, how do I handle conflict? Right. You know, because I have friends that don't do that at all. 
and they're very dear friends of mine and they definitely like they have no problem with saying with them and having a conversation and not caring whether or not anyone around them is necessarily happy. They're they're telling us. Um, I was actually saying it over and over and over and over again to a friend on the phone yesterday. It's okay if everyone around me is not happy and it's okay if, you know, not everyone likes me. I mean, I, and that's so sad. <laughs> it's so like, it's so sad that I have to like tell myself that, but I do, I have to say it's, it's okay if everything is not settled around me. It's okay. Right. You know? Right. Um, and I think that this book was just a great look into that and why and like what what we naturally do to balance ourselves um you know we go on walks or we you know go on a run or we read or whatever your body body needs to balance right itself and I think that was super interesting so um was there anything that you looked into further while reading it like huh like uh, I don't know about that or uh, well, something I want to look into that I haven't is, you know, like, cause we listened to it on audio. Like I didn't go and look at that upside, upside down triangle oh, about yeah. the brain. So I wanted to like, look into that. And um, so tell us about what the upside triangle is. Um, so basically he, it's a, it's a model for how the brain works and how basically like what gets through. So for example, like this guy that was in, uh, like a combat zone, he was in the, I don't know which war. I don't know. He's it was a um, veteran. He's a veteran. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. he he was with his wife and like a motorcycle backfired. But in his mind, he was like taken back to combat. He hit the ground, like he freaked out. He ends up shoving and pushing her or whatever. Um and so they're they're like why did this happen? Like you haven't been in combat in a long time, blah blah blah. So essentially with that triangle, like upside down triangle, it shows that, you know, the part of your brain that's like trying to like fight or flight is just almost essentially overreactive. And that's the only thing that can get through. So that's like a pervasive feeling or whatever. And so what manifests on the top is that overarching, like very not addressed issue about like combat or whatever, and keeping yourself safe. And so he was taken back to that place. And so his brain took over because his brain was like, okay, I have to keep us safe. Even though rationally, like that doesn't make sense because he's not in combat anymore. So I don't think, I, I don't know if I probably no, not you did. Yo because I haven't. No, you did. The, yet, the, yeah. the, the, so what, what the, you're exactly right. So like the base of the triangle, that bottom tip of the triangle is fight, flight, freeze, uh, your heart rate, like all of that stuff. And those are the things that like, we don't even know, like we don't even know that it's in there. Those are the things right. that happen at, at like early childhood. And because in early childhood, that's all that's developed is that base of your brain. And so I thought that was why the combat thing was interesting is because this also happens in folks that have been in refugee camps, which I thought was super interesting, that they literally walk around with helmets on because when they hear certain noises, they immediately like drop to the ground because they, that it's a, it's like a knee jerk, literally a knee jerk reaction. Like um, uncontrollable, like they can't, it's, their brain is taking over. Like, right. Because that there's is no reason like yeah. rationale or whatever. There's no, yeah, there's no reason. And then if they, and then there's a midbrain and emotional response. And then like the very top, 
which my family makes fun of me all the time, but I say, and I'm sure you did this as a teacher, like, you know, that you haven't even fully developed this front part of your brain, the cortex of your brain. And that is what the top is of this triangle. And it's, that's like where you do have control and emotion. Like um, you can kind of control yourself at that point. And if that response gets that base and you, and you react to it, it never has even time to travel up to your cortex for you to be able to, um, make it. So I, I thought that was super interesting. I did the same thing. I Googled it uh, when I, after I read it, I was like, I gotta, I gotta know about this. So, mm-hmm. um, so that was very interesting. Um, did you like, did you have any deviations from what Dr. Perry or Oprah was saying? You know, did you have anything that you were like, yeah, in my experience with students or with life or whatever, I don't really, I don't think they're nailing it. Well, when he said, when he goes, one line was like, our education system may be great, but we don't even know it or whatever. And I was like, it's not great. So I deviated from him there. (laughs) Yeah. You were like, no, Dr. Perry, it's not, it's not great. I wanted to be like, no, it's not. It's anyways. Yeah. But yeah, which, you know, some people disagree with me, which is totally fine and it's all good. But that I was like, no, we're not excusing a poor system. Um, yeah, but that's that is- the same with like, you know, everything else, like the prison population, like foster care system. Like the thing is that, um, and this never, maybe this is something that I thought was like a missed comment is that it's not that I, I don't think people are trying to like not see others and not understand. I don't think like medical professionals are trying to not see, I don't think teachers are trying to not support their students. But the problem is it's inefficient to focus on a relationship one person at a time. And that's the hard part is like, right now we have a system where we can get 30 kids in a classroom, sit down, listen to me, I'm gonna tell you this or whatever, whatever like mode or variation of that. Like in a doctor's office, like, okay, let's take your heart, like let's do this process and if it doesn't fit within that model, then we're going to have a struggle, right? So it's like that was never made into like a bigger, which I know he addressed kind of systems, but I think like we have to acknowledge that it's not efficient. And sometimes that efficiency is us trying to be efficient actually makes things worse. Because like when we have a kid that we're trying to decide, is this kid ADHD? Are they um, like defiant? And then we end up giving them a medication when actually what they need is a better support system. But that requires a lot more intervention. So what we do is, okay, we put them on this medicine. We gave this kid a 504 plan or whatever in school, meaning to do the right thing. However, we have still missed that this is a person, Um, but it's not efficient. And so that's the thing is like, how do we how do we uh, like acknowledge the fact that we're trying to fix something, but actually it's, it's not a fix. It just feels like it because we put an intervention in place when it could have been like the most inappropriate intervention. And that's to me, what's so sad, especially when it comes to kids, because like an adult, you know, they can kind of, you know, in most situations be able to kind of speak for themselves or whatever. But like, if you're a kid and you're put on this plan and it's like all this intervention that's inappropriate, 
even though everyone means well. And that's the hard part is like, it's just not efficient. And, but we feel good about it because we did this intervention for this kid. Well, because our, our culture, our American culture is driven around efficiency, our, you know, and, you know, moving quickly, getting as much in as you can possibly get in, in a day, in a classroom, in a workout, in a, I mean, think about it, you know, it's like everything's shifting, even if we're talking like even fitness wise, everything's shifting to that hit mentality. I got 25, 30 minutes to get in as much as I possibly can before I bounce onto something else. I mean, we listen to, I mean, we, I, me, I listen to books at like two times the speed because I want to get through it to, you know, I move that on to, I procrastinate. Yeah. But you know, to get through to the next thing. I mean, right. I'm, I am all, uh, and, and you're right. I do think that educators, I think that medical professionals, I think that parents, I think we're all meaning well. I mean, I really do believe that. I mean, right. obviously there's people out there that are just horrible humans, you know, that are mm. trying to hurt their children. Something happened to them. Yes. And something happened to them. And that's right. the thing is that, you know, it well, really and, does... yeah, yeah. Sorry. Also the people that are like doing these interventions for the most part, and this may be way, like you may disagree with this, but like for the most part, like school, like teachers, school worked for them. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 And like yeah. the, do- like, uh, in a lot of cases, like if you're a doctor, like it worked for you. And like, mm-hmm. I know there's a story of like doctors that became doctors because whatever and teachers that became, but I don't know that that's the that norm. is the ma- norm or majority. And so that's the other thing is like, oh, this worked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how could it not, not necessarily how could it not work, but like, w- we don't know what we don't know, essentially. Right. Well, and I, that's what I was about to, that's what I was getting yeah. to is that it's really just about education. And I think it goes back to what we both said at the beginning. Like we, people need to know like that you, someone is not just behaving badly because they right. are quote bad. Right. Something happened. And, right. and and even like at the micro level, I mean, I'm talking, you know, if I blow up at my kids or Chris or whatever, um, usually if you ask me what happened, like, you know what I mean? Like what happened today that, that made you do that? Usually I can be like, well, you know, this, 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 and this, and you tipped me, you know, I mean, it's not what's wrong with me because, you know, um, and I just think that is such a great question to ask ourselves, to ask the people that were around. I mean, because obviously this is kind of a systemic problem. I really do believe that it is. And Haley and I are not going to fix it. But I do think, though, it goes back to the kid president, you know, the kid president. Yes, I love love him so much. And, you know, he's he just goes back to, like, do what you can in your space. Mm -hmm. And so I just think that that's just what it honestly just think it takes to, you know, educate yourself, educate your family, educate your friends, have more compassion towards it, because it is you can't, you know, what do they say? Rome wasn't built in a day or something like that. So. I don't know. I just, it was, I went back and forth between this book of feeling uh, optimistic, like, oh, I'm understanding and I'm learning and, you know, whatever, to like, oh man, this is like, we're, we're, this is like, there's no way this problem could ever be fixed. And people are never going to be on board with what you just said about like taking time and understanding and getting to know 
um, and not being, so um, I kind of went back and forth, so, which I think made it actually a really good book because it was mm-hmm. extremely, especially for me, not being familiar with Dr. Perry or, um, and I, I mean, I didn't even know who this Oprah lady was, you know, so it's <laughs> great too. I still don't. I mean, I still don't know. She's got a cool voice, but, um, but anyway, so, um, but so I just, I thought it was good. I thought it was a good read. I would recommend it. Read. Yeah, for sure. I, I would recommend listening to it because it does play out almost like a podcast where Dr. Perry will talk and then Oprah will talk. They have clips from the Oprah show, which is interesting. Um, one of my friends, Mindy, she actually, that the one of the books that Oprah mentioned because she had the the guy that was in prison on her show and he talked on the show and the sound clip, she actually read the book. Um, and it was, she said it was really good. I haven't read it yet. So anyway, but any other final thoughts? Um, I will say I did tear up at the very end where Oprah was telling the story about when her mom died. I was on the treadmill running and I was like, (laughs) I did the same thing. I, I cried. I was actually at school pickup and I was listening in the car and I was like, I got to get myself together. <laughs> like Colton's going to be like, what is wrong? He's going to be like, like, what happened to you? You're like, I listened to a book. I know. <laughs> and then, yeah, it, well, and he's, bless his bones, you know, he's just my little empathy kid. So he would get in the car and be like, he would immediately be super sad. Like, oh, what's wrong? Um, yeah. Oh, me too. And she, like, how is that even possible? And did I hear it correctly? Didn't she say she's never been to therapy? I th- I'm pretty sure she I said that. I think she said that. But she does all this other, like, metacognition, meta, whatever. Well, and I feel like she Spiritual stuff. Yeah, and I feel like she's been in therapy, like, just having all those people on her show. Yeah, that was I- something that was interesting that when she said, uh, like, I think a lot of times... Um, like when she was telling about how she thinks that she realized that people would tell her their, like tell her about their story or whatever, because she had all this like pain and blah, blah, blah. And it's interesting to just think about like, like Tony Robbins is similar. So you have these like mega big people who went through these like crazy traumatic experiences that have turned out to be ways in which a lot of people are able to relate and, um, like, I, saw, I just thought good. that was interesting. Yeah. Use it for well, good. Well, they've used it for good. And I think that's such a good, cause obviously I'm never going to be Oprah or Tony Robbins, but I, it is a very good reminder that it's okay to tell people, you know, these bad things, like, you know, this is my actual struggle. Um, I think it makes us relatable and it makes you mm-hmm. open and, um, and that kind of thing. So I, that's a good reminder for me. Cause I'm not great at that. You know, everything's fine, Haley. <laughs> everything is fine. Um, so I thought, I, th- I thought it was a good book. I would recommend it. I say, listen to it. Um, you can even listen to it at like, you know, just the one, the one, you don't even have to listen to it quickly to get, to get through it. <laughs> so, <anyway. laughs> um, all right. So what's our next book? Our next book. Now, listen here, people. We're taking a hard left y'all. We are taking a hard left down the street of reality, entertainment and fun. Because we've had some serious things here. And I said, Mandy, what if we did this? And she said, okay, Haley. So (laughs) if this does not work out, I take full responsibility. Okay. (laughs) So our next book, imagine you can hear a drum roll, is 
Yes, I was good. I, I don't do a good drum roll. Anyways, okay, it's called Not All Diamonds and Rosé by Dave Quinn. And it is a tell-all book. It includes like it includes like tell-all from the man himself, Andy Cohen, the Housewives. It's about like the genesis of the Housewives franchise, how it started to what it's become, and like definitely pop culture here. Even if you're not a Housewives fan, you know, I don't know if you guys are even reading these books. By the way, I'm putting polls on our podcast when they when they publish. So, and I will put on there, are you reading our books? So if you see the poll, answer it. But anyways, that's not the point of this. Not All Diamonds and Rosé by Dave Quinn. It is a hard left, hard right, 90 degree, whatever turn. So we'll see what happens. I think it's, I'm, I'm down. I'm down. I'm down for it. Um, okay, so let's finish it up. All right. What are you finishing right. with? I am finishing with a, um, it's the dry bar, single shot hair dryer, blow dryer. Oh. Um, because now I use it every day. Literally okay. I do my hair every day, which never happened until about a couple months ago because I have curly hair, but I just want to look more professional. I want to put like more, look more put together, but I'm not great at doing my own hair. And like, when I try to curl it, it's like what I can do like three strands on my left side. Cause my right side is my dominant hand. So it looks like someone, it doesn't look good. Okay. But this dry bar single shot dryer has good heat, good power. And it's actually very worth it. Cause I bought like a cheap one. It's one of those barrel ones that you spend. It's like one, one tool for like a blowout essentially. Oh, your hair. And you got it oh, off the Amazon? Off the Amazon. Uh, actually I bought this at Ulta, but you can get it on Amazon. Okay. I've linked it here in Amazon, okay. but, um, I bought a cheapo and it died. So I went ahead and did the full investment dry bar is that, you know, like that franchise or whatever. And she has all these great tools, but some people swear by the Revlon one, but I got a similar Revlon one and it went out after two weeks. Um, is dry bar like the same thing as lounge or whatever? No. Okay. I don't know what that is. Well, lounge. I don't know why, but those girls talked to me on my Facebook. Like, I don't know oh, why. No, no, no. This is not like an, this is not oh, like, multiple, okay. this is dry okay. bar is like the franchise, the blowout. Like there's one in Farragut. Oh, Creek. okay. 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 And gotcha. it's, uh, um, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. But that's gotcha. the brand of this product. They have Got awesome it. blow dryers too, but I got okay. I have the, um, the I'm going to look into it for real. Brush. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't love, um, I don't really love to do the things that, you know, blow dry and my, my arms are so tired, you know, like, I'm like, this is just a lot. I've got shoulder problems. I got shoulder problems <laughs> anyway, but, um, all right. So my finisher is another book since we're talking books, yeah. it is called, um, the wife between us. It's a oh. fiction book. It's by, okay. it's actually by two women, um, which I think is interesting. I've never read a book before a fiction book before by two authors, to my knowledge, uh, Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pekinen. Um, sh- they, it is, it's along the lines of, I think this is what they told me at the beat, like on the cover of it. Like if you liked gone girl or then oh. you would like this now, that would have probably made me be like, eh, because Gone Girl got to be much, you know, like I was, I mean, I, I did, actually read that one of all yeah. things. And yeah. I mean, and I read it, I, I did read it in 24 hours because I was like, what is happening? I mean, I literally like stayed up 
like all night one night oh. and finished the book. Um, not all night. I mean, obviously went to bed eventually, but we were on vacation and I literally like read all day and then into the night. Um, so it's, so it's like Gone Girl, Girl in that way where you're just like, oh my God, you know, like what is happening? And you just keep turning the page and you want to stay in it. It's not Gone Girl like, it's not like smutty at all. It's not, I don't know. It's good. It's a good book. It's called The Wife Between Us. So check it out. Um, I actually read it. I did not listen to it, but it is a good, um, it's very clever. It is, um, it has some twists. But I love a twist when you're like, oh, yeah, of course, you know. So anyway, so uh, check that out. That's that's um, the wife between us. But love it. Anyway. yeah, yeah, love yeah. It. All right, y'all. Um, let us know what you think about the book. If you read it or if you're going to read it, if we talked you into reading it. And um, if you disagree with us because we need to have yeah. more conversation with people. Yeah. Even if we don't see eye to eye, that's what the world is about. <laughs> Even if that really stresses both of us out. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't stress me out. What are you talking about? I'm just kidding. It stresses me out. Um, but that's how you grow and you get better, right? Because, you know, yeah. just because just I'm 43 doesn't mean that I'm not growing and getting better. So, anyway, but all right, guys. Y'all have an awesome weekend week. And thank yes. you for listening. And that's all for Jones and Sizes.